Welcome to Class Holes, a brand new podcast from me, Preston, and joining me for the foreseeable future is going to be Lucy. Hello. I think the first thing that we need to do is is really say in in this kind of fragile market that is podcasting, no mm. one's doing it. Uh, we're very much the pioneers of this of this broadcasting medium. I mean, yeah, definitely this very specific genre. Well, what is the specific genre? What are we offering that like a billion other people aren't? Well, so we are essentially, I think it's safe to say, failed washed up teachers. Yeah. <laughs> you speak for yourself, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm voluntarily unemployed. Okay. Um, sure. And we're just offering to teach the nation everything sure. we know. Yeah. And, and we thought uh, that podcasting might be the best medium for that. Well, yeah, because, you know, what have people got but time now that's true well some people don't even have that um uh, it this is our digital classroom then loose yes and we're going to be we're going to be choosing topics i think that we both feel having both been students and teachers in our life that mm-hmm. schools just haven't taught these things there are definite gaps i you know i have to teach the semicolon you you taught you know trigonometry and stuff yeah i assume yeah, well, yeah, that's in maths, so yeah. Yeah, and so what we're saying is, where is the little niche topics, the things, the things about life that people just don't know? Exactly. I think we should just get on with it then. Okay, so today we're going to teach two things. Okay. First off, small talk. Perfect. The yeah. lost art of. Oh, I, honestly, I was trying to have a conversation with my neighbour the other day. It was very challenging. I don't even bother. I go out there and clap with them every Thursday. I'm still expecting like God Save the Queen to play during that, if I'm being honest. And then, um, and that's it. I, I try well, not to talk to my neighbours. I've learned all their names now. I've even learned one of their van's names. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Although more I don't chat to the van. Might be a better chat, of, I don't know. More, more of that coming up. What's the yeah. second lesson? Uh, fraud. <laughs> Saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get on with it then. So, lesson one, small talk. We briefed yes. in the starter there. We did. Now we're into the main section of the lesson. It's a lost art, I think, as I mentioned in that start. Um, we're British, and so I feel like the Americans, they're better at small talk. It's not as contrived as with us. I think it, that the Americans care about the answers. Really? Is it you think we don't? I think it's genuine interest that's the difference. Where do you find that you, you need or you end up participating in small talk the most? You mentioned about your neighbours. My neighbours, queues. Uh, I never we were talk able to anyone in a queue. Oh no, or but queue. when something weird happens. How many queues have you been in that something weird has happened? Quite a few queues where something weird has happened. And then you comment on it. Sure. um, And then you go, oh, God, that was crazy, would it? And then they want to talk to you still and they want to be a friend. Um, So then 
uh, also when people come and ask you directions. Um, when no one should be asking directions in this day and age. I, I swear, I used that to... That might, might be a lesson of ours, actually. <laughs> I used to work in a shop in town, and yeah. I think almost every day, almost every day someone would come and ask you directions. What kind of shop were you working in? A technology store. <laughs> okay, that we're not, we're not going to advertise them, but sure. Actually, I remember that, because you used to get me a discount, didn't you? Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's mad. I, I think the time I use small talk the most... Getting my hair cut. I can't remember what that was like. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I recently transitioned from a hairdresser's, uh, a kind of chain hairdresser's, to a barber's. And I must admit, I don't want to start getting sexist with this, but mm-hmm. getting, going into a barber's and having a bloke cut your hair has changed my life. Because they don't care. They don't, they don't they, they're they not do bothered. It. They're not bothered. It's functional. They're not bothered. They just want to cut your hair. They want to get you out that seat. They're not bothered. And I'm not bothered. I don't want to talk to them. They don't want to talk to me. We just sit in almost perfect silence. It's like prayer almost. Um, and it's, it's perfect. I love it. Uh, the reason I had to transition is because something awful happened at my, at my last hairdressers. Um, I, can't, I can't mention them. They're a, they're a high street brand. Okay. Right. Um, and the one that I used to go to is in a fairly, uh, populated area. It's on, in a huge shopping mall. And I'd been going there for a few times. I must admit, it's one of those things that like I hate getting my hair cut generally anyway. I always feel like it's like something I have to endure for like half an hour every kind of, I don't know, six weeks or whatever you get your hair cut. Um, I'd been going back to this one several times and I was starting to become increasingly annoyed that they weren't cutting my hair how I wanted it. Uh, and it was like, it was like being interrogated by Jack Bauer. Every time you go in there, it's like, right, where are you going on your holidays? It's like, Oh, you know, you this, you that. Anyway. So this particular time, the one thing I miss about the hairdressers is that they like massage your head. They like shampoo it and all that barbers. He's not doing that. He's, he's giving it a cut and he's booting you out. That's it. Um, but this particular time, went in, getting the old massage on the head. And the woman was quite short. Now, I say this for the, the context of the story. She was not wearing a bra. Right. Okay? And she began to vigorously massage my scalp. So vigorously, one of her breasts fell out of her top. <laughs> and like, and like, like like happy slapped me during it. And I, because my eyes were closed and I opened them to see that she screamed. She laughed laughed, and then she burst into tears all within the space of about two seconds. And then she ran off. She ran off into like the little coffee room or whatever there at the back. So I'm, I'm sat in this like dentist chair with my head like submerged in water, like a kind of like, like the imprint of a nipple on my face. And, and the worst thing was, is that as I kind of like wriggled out to be like, what has gone on? The entire shop looking at me, like I'd done it. Like I'd gone, yeah, go on, Gil. <laughs> well, um, you made her cry. But I, I didn't, I didn't make her cry. <laughs> I happened to be at like collateral damage. And, <laughs> And so, like, from from there on, it kind of put that perspective of sh- of small talk. What do you but what say? What happened after that? 
so what happened was is just another hairdresser came and finished oh, the haircut okay. off. She gave me what I believe was on purpose the worst haircut I've ever had. <laughs> um, and I think my I think like my like mugshot went up on <laughs> behind the desk from there on in. I could never go back there. No, I could never go back there. Do you think you're on a register? I would hope so after that, to be honest with you, because if I haven't, there is like huge deficiencies in the hairdressing unions in the, in the southeast of England. But um, yeah, obviously no small talk was needed when the substitute came. No. She wasn't going to ask me where I was going on my holidays after no. that. She doesn't care. She's not bothered. She's she not just bothered. wants the predator out of the shop. She wants me as far away from her as her like like freshly sharpened razors and scissors would allow i actually remember the other day i was on a walk and um a woman just came one and, just one woman Perfect. came and talked to harry and well, i just one walk she was wearing clothes <laughs> she was wearing clothes okay that's, that's <laughs> yeah, annoying she wearing clothes. Yeah. and she continued to wear clothes throughout the whole story just so that Perfect. we're aware yeah yeah this is a great um, story so i was walking past her and walking with my dog and she, she goes oh what a lovely dog um, thanks yeah uh you know what type of dog is it oh, it's a cocker spaniel slash labrador and then we go to the river and start throwing stones for her the woman comes and stands by us two meters apart obviously sure. and then how old um, was this woman oh like 30 okay but anyway so proceeds to ask me questions about penny <laughs> and then um obviously you know that Penny's not well. So yeah. I was basically thinking of saying to the woman, look, don't get a cockadoo. <laughs> basically, it's not a good idea. But I didn't I like say it. that. I said, oh, well, she's, you know, a bit poorly right now. And at the time, just as I'd said, she's a bit poorly right now, Harry was on FaceTime to one of his friends and his friend goes, oh my God, she looks amazing after having chemo yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And then the woman next to her, next to me, just went woof, straight ahead. Didn't look really? at me the rest of the time. Yeah. So chemo is not a great small talk uh, no. starter. Then really, no. who yeah. would have thought? Don't talk about your dog having cancer. I'd say. But do you know what though? I mean, you raise a point there. I think small talk is surrounded by that notion of if you've got a dog or like a baby, people just feel like that's a passport to come and talk to you. Oh yeah. You know, like, oh, you've got a dog, so therefore I'm going to come and have a chat with you kind of thing. Well, she also had a dog, but her dog was somewhere else. She wasn't paying any attention to her dog. Really? But, yeah, it was, I think she wanted, I don't know. I think she either wanted to buy Penny, or like, you know, not exactly her, I don't to think. Bu- to buy her. To buy her. <laughs> like a dog trafficker. A of her. Um, oh, she just wanted a friend. Yeah, see, that's the thing is that I worry in my cynicism. I, I'm going to say to you now, I hate small talk. I hate it because I feel like I don't, I don't feel the need to do it. Small talk for me indicates it's those little kind of pernickety, useless conversations. It's just like, I don't like the quiet. I'm just going to speak at you. Mm. Or just like a little Kindle of conversation. I hate it. So... Um, now we've gone around all the horrible small talk opportunities that we've had. Sure. How would we teach the nation in small well, talk? Well, I think we'll either go either my kind of... For me, if someone 
if someone is trying to initiate small talk with me outside like a hairdresser's chair or something along those lines mm-hmm. i instantly think that they're mad my my <laughs> uh, my alarms are going like the moment someone goes oh I'll go oh, did you did you see that thing and uh, instantly i'm like right this person's ill or that this person's going to come and like mug me or something like that i feel like this is a trap like more than anything like i'm either gonna have to like okay. adopt you or or i'm gonna i'm gonna be handing like a mobile phone over or something along those lines so i feel like we can either go down my very like draconian let's teach its extinction let's let's oh, let's, okay. let's, let's teach it like stranger danger like if someone's trying to small talk you you get out of that situation or we can go down the very kind of more moderate approach that you'll no doubt preach oh just say your dog's got cancer is that the i think that i mean i think that's a per- perfect line just oh, have you got the uh you got the time um sorry uh, you've got the time there dog's got my cancer. dog's got cancer that's fine yeah. do you know do you know the directions to the high street or my dog's got cancer oh, yeah okay. it's definitely an answer it's the Terrific only answer <laughs> Are you clapping for the NHS tonight? My dog's got cancer. Oh, so she probably will be clapping then. Do- Are dogs covered by the I mean, even that. Definitely would- not. What I've learned is definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> My bank balance has learned. Definitely not. So, so what kind of lesson are we providing here? Are we saying I small, think talk, small talk will always be there? You have to be aware that there are crazy people that are going to want to talk to you. Mm. Um, and. I think if you really don't want someone to talk to you, sure. then you can either do something like I said that's shocking, or just smile at them and stare at them until they go away. Out crazy them. Yeah. Sure. Is there ever a is there ever a need for small talk? Do you think then maybe if like a little old person they're lonely or whatever, maybe oh, give them yeah. time of day. But I think that small talk should be. I think there's a maximum time limit basically. What's the time limit? Two minutes. Because two really? minutes is so a hell small. of a lot of time, actually. That is true. When you're talking to someone you don't know, that's about a nothing. lot of time, yeah, to come up with chat. Always talk about the weather. Let, well, let, i tell you what, that's let's it. talk about topics that are okay then. So weather is fine because we're British. Weather is an excellent one. Politics, probably no, stay away from not. that. Just literally weather. That's all you can talk about. And then really? if something is directly in front of you that you can comment on. Could you talk to them about like sport, like uh, you know? Oh, did you see the game last night? Or oh, no, you know, no, no, just weather. Definitely not. You, literally, your options are weather or something that's standing in front oh, of you. Skies put their prices up. No, Jeez. no, no. You can't do that. No. no, you know. For example, we both will be clapping for carers tonight. Yeah, yeah. we were, were. We're recording this on a Thursday, so yes, we will. Yeah. So. A perfect example of something directly in front of you is if your neighbours come and talk to you today from two sure. meters distance, you can say, aren't they doing a good job? Oh, That's so NHS. So because you've already got that. What yeah. if that person turns around and goes, I think we should privatise the NHS? Then you go inside and you lock the door and you never talk to them again. And <laughs> just put your house up for sale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's an extra step. I think you can avoid your neighbours in this day and age sure i believe the nhs should be privatized my dog's got cancer ah so we made it second lesson of the day 
we're gonna i feel i feel like this second lesson will probably be like a unit at some point it will like cr we'll create a unit which is like finance or something but today's yeah. lesson is about fraud yeah and we didn't plan on doing this lesson did we until we planned on doing something else which we'll probably do in the next episode but unfortunately this hit a bit close to home Lucy murray to you to me i was i've been defrauded um during this time whilst mm -hmm. i'm outside clapping <laughs> clapping for everyone every thursday Did, what it happened at 8 p.m on a thursday I, that's the only time where i wasn't looking directly at my wallet so i'm assuming that uh, they took advantage when my guard was down i went out there to clap and 803 on a thursday I, yeah well i clapped till 804 Oh, do you? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're clearly a better person they, than I. Because they deserve it. And mm -hmm. and if I can go out there and clap, I, I, I actually, you know, I'm often in the NHS because I'm clapping so much that I'm I'm slowly wearing a layer of skin away. So I, I, I often need medical support. Like We've got so many problems. That's, that's a concern. But what's more pressing is that someone is currently rinsing my credit card <laughs> um, whilst I'm unemployed. So I've got yeah. no money coming in, but a lot of money going out currently um, good. i got a text message uh, from my bank last friday um mm -hmm. which said look we're gonna text you again in a minute about something that's happened and i thought this is mad like don't tease it out don't tease it out as if it's like a netflix series tell me mm -hmm. what's happened because if it's about a bank i want to know about it immediately and you're telling me almost immediately which i don't think that's right not ideal no. so they text then then just some like random mobile number text me and was like you want to have a look at your account mate because people are spending money and i was thinking is this professional i think at the end it said something like text yes if this was you and i was like this is a scam this has got to be a scam so i called lloyd's which is my bank and mm. and i said look after i finally got hold of them i was like what's going on here they were like no no that was us someone's trying to spend a hundred pounds uh, on your credit card so I said well that isn't me they were like it's Zara and I thought is that the person or is that the outlet <laughs> oh Zara's back at it she's spending yeah. crazy money cool. and we can't stop her she's brilliant she's so well dressed and um, <laughs> and so I said to them I was just like well could you please cancel both the payment and the card then they're like no worries sir no worries anyway get a message today hey, someone's eating well at Just Eats <laughs> and, and, and Preston's picking up, you know, he's picking the bill up because he's a great bloke. He's clapping every Thursday for the NHS and he's feeding everyone. He's much like nice. Christ. How many people are you feeding? Well, a substantial amount by the looks of my card. So um, so I called him again. I was like, what's going on here? I was like, what? <laughs> why is Zara back at this? Why? Is, you know, it's not enough that I'm dressing her. I'm now having to feed her. What's going yeah. on? They said, oh, they went, sorry, um, we didn't cancel the card. <laughs> Imagine a bank saying that. They went, yeah, we didn't cancel the card. I was like, well, can you cancel it now then, please? They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the woman looked into it. She was like, they are trying to make payments every minute of the day. Every minute of the day. They tried to buy. And this is what I thought was fascinating about fraud. Because when you hear the word fraud, I don't know about you, for me that sounds like there's something kind of almost like slinky about that word. Yeah you know it's like millions of dollars and they're like defrauded someone tried to buy a shark ninja hoover on my credit card actually that is a great hoover is it really i'd never heard of it before this yeah our shark it. is a great friend for hoovers really so me and the fraudster have something in common <laughs> sure <laughs> Wait, your, your name's not zara is it because you look what? I, I wanted to say you look pretty delicious today like in that 
like I don't know if it's a cardigan or something you're wearing there. But... <laughs> Jumpy, yeah. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great job, and it looks Thanks. brand new as well. That's the yeah, other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A casual six years old, but yeah. Is that a just eat bag behind you as well? What? Because uh, that's fine. They're buying shark ninja hoovers. What else? Shark ninja. So what is a shark ninja hoover? Because I had no idea what? when the woman said it. A shark is a brand of hoover. Right. And then I guess the ninja is the specific I... mate. That so sounds good. Personally, though, the type of Hoover that I've looked at for a shark that I like the look of, but I didn't buy because it was too expensive. Oh, well, that, that, that was not a worry of this person. <laughs> Preston will pick <laughs> this up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the shark lift away. That looked like a great Hoover. When she said that this person had bought a shark ninja, I thought I'd been defrauded by like Dr. No or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, she it, they went. And oh, it had they, a laser on its head. They did. They were like, oh, it's like it's like precision. I was like, why? Why are you trying to sell this to me? Don't worry about it. I don't want I don't want to buy it. I don't care if it's second hand. So, yeah, they bought that. Apparently, they like every day they tried to make a Marks and Spencer's food purchase. They're living well because we both know yeah, that Marks yeah, and Spencer's yeah. food is like, you know, Premier okay. League. Yeah. Um, what else have they tried to buy? A uh, couple of food shops, um, some v- like various clothings, but the only one that went through was the Just Eat. Okay. So my perspective was like, well, hang about, Just Eat is a delivery service, so why can't you just like head round there? And they were like, we have to protect them. GDPR. Oh. Protection thing. But you're not going to head round there. They won't give me the data. I mean, I no. couldn't. What am I supposed to do? Go around there and clap outside their house? Yeah, ass, exactly. Uh, you two meter distance. Go there. Yeah. I definitely would not be going around there. But <laughs> I would like to think the police might, <laughs> if they, if they're still in operation. Well, so, so I actually had a similar thing that I was frauded a while ago. Defrauded. I think it was yeah. defrauded. Defrauded. <laughs> I was. Frauded. Remember, I was the maths teacher. <laughs> sure. That's why they. That's why they frauded you. Yeah, exactly. So, numbers is our game. Probably a few <laughs> numbers in that bank account. I was frauded. Um, and I was, you know, lucky for them. Basically, I'd been saving up to buy a house. But lucky for the fraudsters. Yeah. Well, because right. I actually had some money in my account. Yeah, Whereas if they tried it now, they'd get nothing because I bought the house. But sure. so saving up to buy a house. And um, I get a text through on my phone and it says, this, and it's, so it's in NatWest's text messages and it's in the actual thread, the same thread as it. And it goes, uh, there's been some suspicious activity on your account. Sign in to look at it. And because I panicked, I was like, yeah. whoa. And it looked all really. Was that panic? Yeah, was that, that was panic. panic. That was, um, yeah. I clicked on the link and went through and then it looked exactly like the NatWest website. They'd skinned it up perfectly. Perfect. My job now is a front-end developer, so I make websites. Sure. <laughs> so I should really be able to notice one if it looks like a scam. And then... Um, but were they that good, though? Was the site... It, was it, it looks exactly the same as the login. It's normal login. So I put the log, my login details in. I'll bet they were, like, perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. <laughs> it didn't work, so I was like, "Oh, that's weird," because I quite often get things wrong or whatever. You know, when you're putting in those ones, and it's like get the second and the third and the eighth or something. And you're it's like, like the Fibonacci sequence, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you're standing there counting out letters and numbers on your head. And anyway, so I did all them. I got it wrong. Did it again, 
Um, so now they, as the fraudsters, unbeknownst to me, have most of the characters of my passport <laughs> <laughs> and all of the characters of my pin because they were different numbers both times. Oh, Lucy Murray. <laughs> I know. But it was like, also, it was just gone 10 at night. So I was a bit like leery eyed because I'm roughly 80 years old. So I go to sleep around that time. And you're probably drunk at that point as well, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a massive yeah. lad. Um, yeah. And then, so I was like, oh, okay, fine. Um, I'll do it tomorrow. Doesn't matter. I'll do it tomorrow. Then I just start getting loads and loads of texts on my phone going, this person's been set up as a payee in the same text spread this person's been set up as a pay and then seeing like you know 900 pounds going out to all these different people that literally tom dick and harry and i was just watching it going, i know and zara was there as well um and i was just looking at my account refreshing it and then it was all down to zero so i called up so they rinsed your entire account they rinsed all of it all of my savings are gone at this point jesus I know. So obviously, I was. He, he was a payee as well. Yeah, <laughs> I was completely involved about the whole situation. Um, and then I called them up and said, you know, what's happening, whatever. And then um, they on the phone went to me, "Oh, sorry, this isn't fraud. This is a scam." And I was like, "What? What's the difference?" Said, well, apparently, a scam. You can't get any money back, but a fraud, <laughs> you can. Genuinely, that was it. So I was like, "What?" So they're going, yeah, 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 this is, this is a scam. You're going to have to call back at 8 a.m. Imagine tomorrow. a bank saying that to you. I know. You're going to have to call back at 8 a.m. tomorrow to um, get you, well, talk to the scam department. Sure. Oh, is that what they're called as well? The scam Yeah, exactly. Department. Scam department. Chief in charge of scam and et cetera. Um, sure. And then, so obviously, I slept like a baby that night. Um, <laughs> you must have slept well. Yeah, yeah, really, really well. Um, and you know eyes wide awake standing there call it so also harry uh, my fiance he obviously as you know his mum is a barrister so he spent the night where i was lying awake going we're not going to be able to buy a house uh, actually looking at the financial ombudsman sure and has found people exactly like me and found that all i had to say was i did not authorize this payment like a catchphrase. That's it. That's the one line you have to say. To so this them. is what you texted me earlier, didn't you? Yeah. You just don't say, "I did not authorize this payment." So I called up the next day, and they go through it, and they said, "Did you authorize this payment?" And I said, "No." And I just kept on repeating, "I did not authorize this payment." Obviously, not like a robot or a crazy person. Are you um, a scam? <laughs> this sounds like a scam. An appropriate level of time. Anyway, so thankfully, the next morning they went, oh yeah, this is a fraud. You can have all your money back. So they changed the definition from scam to fraud. Yes. Perfect. But they made me wait a casual 10 hours to do so. I reckon they did that on purpose. You know what? She parrots that one more time at us. (laughs) Oh, didn't authorise, didn't authorise. Yeah, well, we ain't authorising anything. Exactly, yeah. But then I got sent loads and loads of material on scams and fraud. yeah do you know what that's the weird thing is today they were like oh now now you have to read this like like the new testament because you've yeah. been defrauded or whatever i was like why have i got to read this what 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 have i got well, to do this for then they won't go and punish the person who's gone and had like yeah, a nice yeah. takeaway but i've got to now read all this stuff well you've got to read that note so that next time 
they can say, didn't you read all the stuff? I'll just say, Basically. I did not authorise. I did not authorise <laughs> the not reading authorize of this. And you can actually, if you need to go up one step further, you can say, I will contact the financial ombudsman and it should be okay. Really? So that's the... I mean, there's a lesson in that, isn't it? If you do get defrauded at any point, right, if someone so takes all your now. money, yeah, sure. if someone takes all your money from your savings account, or if someone after you your... willingly put all of your pin and stuff in, <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> not intentionally. If you if you happens. if you do the digital equivalent of leaning out of your window <laughs> and shouting your pin and password to anyone yeah. looking at you, all I can say is they were very talented. But anyway, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you have something that you, stupid as I did, or someone just nicks your details on your credit card, all you have to say is, I did not authorize this payment, and you should be all right. And if Brilliant. not, bring financial ombudsman down like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Okay, this is the plenary at the end of episode one, then. Plenary in, in like pedagogical vernacular because I used to teach English uh, in education terms. It's just a bit at the end. It's supposed to be like the conclusion, essentially, isn't it? Like, what did you learn today? It's the pat on the back before you're sent out the door. I'll be honest. When I was a kid, I don't think I ever... I mean, this is a conversation for another episode, but I never did a plenary. (laughs) I never did a plenary as a kid. No. No, the bell went and you were like, oh, okay, off I go. Uh, uh, The bell went and we were booted out of the door, sometimes physically. (laughs) Oh, no. we certainly didn't no, do... no, no, no. Can we just be clear about the fact that you were not booted out of the door physically? I'm not going to lie. I will not lie on this podcast and I stand by everything that I say. <laughs> Come on. Our one listener in the future might Which happened to be and that take teacher. this to be well-being or something. Okay. I don't know who well-being is, but someone's well-being. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they might fraud us. Um, yeah, okay, exactly. so this is, the, this is the what went well and an even better if. What did you learn today? Well, I've learned to not put you in any form of kind of responsibility for, for financial matters. No, well, we've learned now that if I do end up <laughs> messing up, that I can come back to it. I mean, what I will say... i that as a lesson. <laughs> if I mess up, we'll, we will come back to it. Perfect. This, this, this series will run and run then. No, what I will say is that Human error is a very prominent area of my life. Sure. And we're going to be mining that for a podcast. (laughs) I think so. Mm. Yeah. Did you think episode Um, one went well? uh, I think that there is one thing that people might learn from this lesson. (laughs) Well, they've got two lines that they need to parrot in the... the Exactly. I think that's the only useful thing that's happened in the last however long we've been talking. I would be very, very inclined to agree with that statement. Uh, I'd like to use this opportunity to to bring back... Lucy and I used to do a, a radio show together a few years ago. Very, very popular radio show. Obviously. It was a hugely popular... So popular, in fact, that it's taken us eight years to to relaunch it <laughs> due to overwhelming popular demand. Um, yeah. But one of the, the kind of the cornerstones of, of the radio show, Lucy, you might remember, was us trying to bring back Lilt into yeah. the zeitgeist. And um, I have um, actually Googled Stilt because sure. I'm just that prepared. Uh, and then I went Brilliant. on the Tesco website and I noticed Other that... Other supermarkets are, are available. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I went on Tesco is that they had a variety of reviews. 
Well, look, um, you know, all supermarkets need support and every little helps. Exactly. Oh. And actually, uh, so a couple of reviews are, this is nowhere near as nice as Lilt Zero. Please Ridiculous. bring it back. I mean, that is a crazy thing. Um, wish you'd bring back Lilt Zero. It tastes better. Who are and, all these people? Uh, too much sugar. Please stock Lilt Zero. So an average of two stars. Um, that is a crazy statistic. No, 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 hang on, sorry, two point two. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm so, glad yeah, that you. Basically, I just don't know if we are going down the right avenue of trying. No, no. To I think that. I think that the company needs us more than ever at this point. <laughs> uh, I I want to see. Yeah, we're so, in what just... April 2020. Yeah. I assume that we'll still be doing this podcast like wildly. It, what will be a wildly successful podcast at this point? Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the class holes as we are, you know, destined to become yes. known. We're throwing our support, and by April 2021, we want to see at that at what, like, like 2.5-ish at least. Well, what I'm thinking is there's clearly more support for Lilt Zero, so maybe we should jump on that instead. I hate Lilt Zero. I won't drink it. Have you ever had it before? I hope never to. <laughs> it's my answer to that. So... <laughs> We've learned a lot today. <laughs> okay, I tell you what, why don't you try and bring back Lilt, original, okay. classic, and I'll try and bring back Lilt Zero with all the other people on Tesco website. Are we in competition with each other? or? I think so, we... yeah. Okay. Except yours is a lot easier because Lilt I don't think is so. Still... You've already got a grassroots support. I do, you're right. So... But I was going to say that you've actually got a product out there on the market. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you've got, but you've got to bring back a beloved product. Yeah, my my product's hated. Yeah, I can see us both failing. Um, yeah, so that'll be a nice thing to look forward to, anyway. Brilliant. So, when are we doing episode two? Next week. Okay. See you then. See you then. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>